Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Chats with My Daughter. My name is Ella and this is my mom. Hi, I'm Kathy. So, yes, this is our last episode. 52, girl. Woo-woo. Season 1 we've in sat the books. in my room. Well, no, so mom's in the office. Yeah. We've, but we've, we've sat down. Together. Together, listening to the same theme song <laughs> for 52 weeks. 52 weeks. I'm proud of us. We've had some good chats. And if chats. you're a true fan, then you would have done the same. Of <laughs> <laughs> all the listeners. Listen we we have some good fans out there. Shout out to all of our tried and true. Mm-hmm. Before we get started on this week's topic, though, I wanted to mention something that I thought was kind of irony. What? Um, remember we had a whole thing about Paul McCartney last That's week? irony? Yeah. What did I say? Irony. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, remember we were talking about Paul McCartney and how there was a rumor that he was dead and yeah. yada, yada, yada. Um, June 18th, which is coming right up, he turns 80. What? Yeah, so not as not only is he not dead, he is old. He's and, old. And good for him. And, and a friend of mine and just... And now they can do DNA tests to prove that. <laughs> well, and a friend of mine just saw him in concert. So really? he's like still rocking it. And he sounds the same, so it's obviously not another person. Right, yeah, unless the imposter is just amazing. But anyway, I thought that was just kind of funny that we had just been talking about him. Now it's almost his birthday. Ta-da! It's funny how after you talk about something, it's like everywhere. Yeah, there's a name for that phenomenon. I can't think it off the top of my head. Not deja vu. Uh, no, I always want to call it the Bernie Madoff theory, but it's not that. It's something else. But anyway, Ella, what is our topic this week? It is LGBTQ. Right, because June is what? Pride Month. Pride Month. I'm wearing my Pride t-shirt. Rose Apothecary. locally. Rose Apothecary. Rose Apothecary. Okay, so... She's, she has, it's like a little, you guys can't see it, but it's a rainbow flower. Mm-hmm. And then it says, Rose Apothecary, locally sourced, handcrafted with care. Yeah. And it's from her favorite show. Yeah. Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. You're allowed to say shit because it's not spelled Mom, that way. What? Well, now you just said it bad. Well, um. We have to label this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this one's graphic. Um. And I also, I already had a Rose Apothecary t-shirt, but I liked this Schitt's Creek one, or I mean this uh, Pride one, because it's Pride Month. So, there you go. Um, So, interestingly, we have, um, not because June is Pride Month, but just individually, we've both been reading books that um, kind of go around the LGBTQ Mm -hmm. plus community. So... We'll talk a little bit about, about those books that we've read. I did a little bit more reading in um, in our favorite book. And um, I have some news about Florida's laws and rules that we're trying to take away from us. <laughs> um, but start off. Ella, what is Pride? So Pride is like the celebration. Not even like always celebration. Just like being proud. Mm-hmm. Like what it sounds like Pride. Of like the LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. and like just like how everyone's unique yeah in their own way yeah yeah and and um even though I'm not a member of that community me neither you me neither, neither. <laughs> um we are allies Ally. yeah and what what does that mean to be an ally so allies are like someone who is straight or like mm-hmm. likes the same gender okay or not not likes the same gender. oh likes the opposite, likes gender. The opposite gender okay but still like supports it mm-hmm. and like doesn't really have like a problem with it mm-hmm. at all like yeah i mean i think 
it can't just be you don't have a problem with it. I think it has to be you're supportive oh. of of, um, of everyone having equal rights and being unique and loving whoever you love and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I'll tell you who isn't an ally, Ella. Who? Our governor. <laughs> really? The governor of Florida, his name is Ron DeSantis. He, um, they call him a cultural warrior, which in my opinion is not a good term. He's trying to like go back in time to the quote-unquote good old days when you know, gay people's rights were suppressed and trans people's rights were suppressed and mm -hmm. women's rights were suppressed and he probably wants some black people's rights suppressed for all I know. But anyway, um, getting off topic here. Uh, <laughs> he has asked the state medical board to ban therapies for minors um, while trying to stop Medicaid payments for transition-related care. So people who are transgender, he does not want them to a be allowed to have care or b allowed to have their care funded in any way is that like when you're old get taken care of no i'm talking about minors so children who are transgender he does not want the he, he wants to make it against the law basically to um encourage their transitioning or to allow them to take any of the puberty stopping drugs oh. or any of that and in addition, um, not have Medicare pay for any of that. Really? Yeah. So, um, and, and, and his thoughts and feelings go directly against the American Academy of Pediatrics and the Endocrine Society, because hormones are part of the endocrine system, if you recall back to our body system <laughs> episode. Um, and in 2021, so just last year, our governor banned trans girls from high school sports. Really? Yeah. Is it still a thing? Yeah. So, you know, he, he's... Um, Banning some interesting stuff? Yeah. He, he really wants Florida to go back to the olden days. Um, obviously, I'm not his fan. I'm not his ally. Um, and this is also directly against our President Biden, who appointed the first trans assistant secretary of health, and her name is Dr. Rachel Levine. Really? So, um, so there's the good end of the spectrum and the bad end of the spectrum for you. Yep. What's going on with our government? Um, okay, can we get to the good stuff? <laughs> hey, I thought that was important <laughs> That's stuff. You need to know factual political, but you stuff. need to know what's going on where you live. Yes. Okay. So what, what book have you been engaged in? Heartstopper. Heartstopper. Volumes one, two, three, and four. <laughs> and, and, um, that I all read in like two days. I know. I know. You devoured those. Plus you watched the Netflix series, which we've talked about. And I've rewatched it. Many times. Yes. Nice. And, and, and what are some interesting things that you gleaned from those books? So I gleaned that, gleaned, like learned. Yes. That, um. Well, I already knew what an ally meant, but, like, one of the people says that they're an ally, and it's funny because like, they're like, thanks for your service, like, didn't need to know, but... Okay. <laughs> that's, just, that's just how I remember it. Okay. Because she was like, I'm not homophobic, I'm an ally, and they were like, thanks? <laughs> Anyways, and then I also learned, like, uh... Oh. Well, aren't you... <laughs> I didn't really learn anything, but, like, it's just such a good thing. Did it bring up any feelings or thoughts? It's fine. It's fine? Like, it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Like, we're all human. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. like in the whole thing. I just, well, I like it a lot because it's just like they don't treat anyone like differently. In the books, yeah, that is. Or good. in the TV series, like they don't just like be like treat someone different. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's normal. So interestingly enough, the book that I just read that our book club read um, was called Felix Ever After. Mm-hmm. And it is a YA novel, so it's actually made for young adults. But um, it was written by Kaysen Callender. And um, he uses the pronouns he or they, hmm. uh, the author does. And the author is a black, queer, trans person. And so that is what the book is about. It's about a black, queer, trans person in high school. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really did find a lot of perspective reading it, and and I found it very insightful. I mean, we have known at least one trans person in our lives, um, and we've certainly known plenty of gay people, and especially, you know, you're in theater, which is sort of attracting (laughs) to... That's very stereotypical. Oh. I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but you don't think that, like, theater attracts people who are creative and spirited no, it and does, often... it does. It does, but that just did not sound <laughs> oh, good. I apologize if I just offended anybody. <laughs> um, but so some of the things that I didn't know until I read this book, um, so this was a, a trans boy. Mm-hmm. He, he had previously been known as a girl, and um, obviously he was offended if anyone said she on accident, um, and that would happen sometimes with his dad. I know. I'm sure that's really hard when you're the parent of a trans person to kind of recalibrate your brain to always say the right pronoun, you know. But um, he also did not want, and they never said it in the book, his dead name spoken aloud. Have you heard this term, dead name? Mm -hmm. Oh, you have? Yeah. I had not. Really? Yeah. Did you have to look it up? Um, No, I figured it out. Uh. But so in the book, his name is Felix. And he would always say, my dad called me my dead name or so-and-so outed my dead name on Instagram or blah, blah, blah. And I just thought, I didn't know that was such a terrible thing. And I didn't know that was a term. So we never learned the dead name Mm -hmm. in the book, but it made me wonder what it was. Mm. Um, And then I thought it was um, kind of insightful to to hear like, you know how his parents felt his his mom actually left him which was really sad After he... mm, i think they said she left when he was 10 and kind of questioning his identity so uh, she didn't know him as he transi- transitioned uh, but that was really sad but the dad was very very supportive on one hand like he was taking him to doctor's appointments and allowing him to get the treatments and surgeries but on the other hand, would say things like, you'll always be my little girl, which was devastating to the mm. to Felix. Um, I also thought it was very interesting, like all the friendships in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was interesting that here this person transitioned, but still liked boys. Really? Yeah. So that's the queer part of it. So mm-hmm. he became a boy, but he still liked boys. Wait, that's what queer means? Queer, yeah, I think queer is the same as gay. Oh. Yeah, or or you're kind of somewhere in there. I'm not. There's so much, like, there's so if, much if you terminology. search up LGBT, there's so much different stuff. I'm oh, like, I know. What the? And one of the terms they talk about in this book is demi-boy, 
Mm-hmm. So that's what this trans person, Felix, ended up mm. calling himself in the end, a demi-boy. Yeah, and I saw this one thing, because there's, like, a filter, like, TikTok has, like, filters of, like, the different, it's, like, a, almost a guessing game, and it gives you two options, and it shows you, like, the flag colors. Okay. And you have to guess, like, what LGBT thing it is. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a bear claw, like, bear claw thing. There's, like, a bear claw. Okay. Tribe thing that was, like, part of the LGBTQ plus community. Well, I know bears i think are gay men who are hairy is that right (laughs) (laughs) what like hairy like have a lot of body hair and facial hair and right you can we can look it up but i'm pretty sure (laughs) the research here is not good (laughs) no yeah yeah i didn't really research at all oh well um anyway a demi boy apparently is someone who mostly feels like a boy on the inside Mm. But has some girl stuff. Uh, yeah, but but it, or or has some non-binary stuff. So mm-hmm. non-binary means you're neither boy nor girl. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was an interesting term that I had never heard. Um. I did read a New York Times article called "The ABCs of LGBTQIA plus and learn some terms. And I'll give you a little quiz here. Okay. Do you know what pansexual is? You like everyone. Yeah, because pan is all. So you're right. No, I'm a child. I'm, um, I I don't know why, but people used to say that it means you're attracted to pans. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's one guess, but it would be incorrect. No, you got it right. It sounds like it, though. It's, like, interesting how they pick the names. No, the root word pan means all. Really? Uh Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah, so do you know what asexual means? You don't like anyone. Right. So, because the root word A, a means no. No. Right. Yeah. So, asexual. Aren't you reading a book right now about someone who's asexual? Yeah. What's that called? But she doesn't know it yet. Oh, okay. Loveless. Love. Oh, I, now I see why it's called loveless. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I think that's really interesting, too. Then, here's a new one I hadn't heard. Gray sexual. Do you know that one? Do you have any you thoughts? Float around. Well, that's not incorrect. It's so it's occasionally experienced sexual attraction, but usually not. Usually, you're in a gray space. So you're kind of right. Yeah. So that means like you don't like anyone, but sometimes you do. Yeah, I I think I might be gray gray sexual with girls and boys. No, just just like um, oh, with boys. Yeah, like in high school, I wasn't. I didn't have a boyfriend in high school, and I wasn't. I didn't really care. And then I had a boyfriend for a while, and then we broke up, and I didn't care that I was single. And yeah. then I met Dad, and I loved him. But, you know, like, I I don't yeah. feel the need feel, to be yeah. with someone all the time, and I'm not going to date you just to date you. Like, But actually, okay, I saw a good TikTok, and it was from a speak. I keep talking about TikTok, but it's, like, a good, <laughs> it's a good place to, like, oh, get so creative great. and, oh, like, yeah. find stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was, like, a video of a speech of the guy that was in Hunger Games. Okay. Remember, like, the main boy? Yeah. I forgot what his name is. PETA? PETA. Okay. And it was, like, when he won an award, and I don't even know what the award was about, but he okay. was, like, saying that, like, his whole speech was about just, like, you don't even, he feels like there's, like, not even a need to, like, label anything. Mm-hmm. Like, he hopes that, and I agree with this, like, I hope, because I'm just kind of in the middle, like, I, I don't just feel like it just, should just be normal. Like, you don't have to, like, he said that he wants his son to just come home one day and be like, I like this boy and he's so great and it'll just be like good for you like you don't have to be anything you can just be everything yeah <laughs> like labels don't even have to matter um so 
I will address the labels after we go through these labels. Oh, because you want to be proud of it? Sometimes that's part of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I like, think... You can understand, like, I, I, I agree with that. I just feel like it should just be, like, you come... A boy likes a boy, or a girl likes a girl, and you don't even have to say anything about it. You don't have it. to say, oh, so you're gay, or, yeah. yeah. You don't have to be like, that person's gay. You can just be like, that's a person. Right. No, and, and I, I agree with that to a certain extent, but that's also, um, things keep going around in a circle where, like, um, you know, for a while they were telling people, like, parents to tell their children not to see color. And now they're saying, no, tell your child that person yeah. is black. That's celebrate their I know, differences. And I always like see turn on like social media too. Yes. I almost said TikTok again, but that would sound annoying. <laughs> um, because people would be like, oh, I just don't like being fat. It's so annoying. And people would be like, No, you're fat and you're beautiful. Yes. So it's like so you can turn the words around. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's like, No, you are fat. But fat doesn't have to be a bad word. Right. They're but taking like, the power yeah. of the word. Yes. Yeah. It's like, a, they're like, it's a way to describe you, and that's not bad. It's, like, amazing. But it's also, like, you don't want to really want to be called fat. I know. It ha- it definitely has a connotation in my mind. Yeah. But maybe we can change it around. Um, okay, moving on. You know what cisgender is? Mm, you like your sister? <laughs> no. It's spelled C-I-S. Oh. Not um, S-I-S. You don't... You... Well, <laughs> I'll just tell you. Cisgender is a gen- your gender identity matches the sex assigned at birth. So you and I are both cisgender. That means you were born a girl, you feel like a girl, you are a girl. That's me. Yeah, that's me too. So sometimes they just call them cis people. Cis. Or, yeah, you're a cis. So, but that doesn't mean I'm a part of the LGBTQ community. No, but it's a definitely a term in the LGBTQ um. community because when you're talking, when they're talking amongst themselves or what they may be like oh it's a cis guy that you know or whatever mm-hmm. um no, well no and i think it does too because you could be you could be a cis guy but still be gay cuz you feel like a boy you are a oh. boy but you're attracted to boy you're still cis i <laughs> yeah, so I, much i know it's, it doesn't it, even make sense to me there's lots to learn you know what transgender is yeah what like you're you you just transform to a different gender yeah, your gender like identity, it differs from your biological mm-hmm. gender. Um, what about non-binary? We kind of talked about this. You don't like anyone. No. Or, I mean, like, you, um... You're neither. You're neither, like, you just like everyone. No. You're, you don't identify as either male or female. Oh, yeah. You so just float, you just float around. So, so a lot of time, and this is the thing I couldn't understand the difference, I, I, read it over and over again I couldn't understand there's also gender neutral I oh, you're don't just not anything. but how is that different than non-binary well non-binary <laughs> non-binary is like I'm pretty sure this one means like you just float around sometimes like sometimes you feel more like a boy and sometimes you feel more like a girl okay like I've seen non-binary people just like uh on social media uh-huh. <laughs> and they'll just like do like transitions of like they'll be all makeup and their hair like and a wig on and stuff okay. and they'll just be a girl and they'll like feel like a girl and then they'll transition to like wearing a collared shirt and short hair because they take the wig off and so it's like you just kind of like transform from both but then maybe like what was it gender neutral gender neutral is just like you don't feel like anything you're just neither you're just oh. in the middle okay because so the 
that's the, the reason I got confused is because it says gender neutral people also often use they as their pronoun. Yeah, they. But doesn't don't non-binary people often they use? They usually say she, they, him. Oh, so they use all of I'm them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay, and the gender neutral people often prefer mix, like MX, rather than Mister or Ms. Mm. So I'd be like mix vatium or MX. Vatium. Good morning, mix vatium. <laughs> And then a de- uh, the demi boy thing. Wait, that I... so if you were married, would you say mixes? Mixes Valtier? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. So many questions. Um, it's just so weird that, like, I feel like there's so much because, like, so many people just want to fit into a category. Right. So, this then totally brings it around to our favorite book, 14 Talks by Age 14. Mm. Happened to look at chapter 14, which was called Talking About Sexuality. And there's a little section in that chapter called LGBTQ plus understanding and accepting new labels. Mm-hmm. And so, according to this book, tweens, which is what you are, at least almost for now, team. almost a teen. In a month. Oh my goodness. Um, month and two days. Often embrace labels because it helps them organize and explain confusing mm-hmm. things. And that makes it more reassuring to them. Yeah. So... Even though what you said earlier about not having any labels sounds great in theory, sometimes it's more comforting to be like, I know what I am. I am non-binary or I know what I am. I feel like transgender. And and it's kind of comforting to have that label. Yeah. But then when you don't have a label, like when I feel like when you're finding it out, it's really stressful. Yes. Like in Heartstopper. In my book too. It Heartstopper. Uh Uh-huh. There's like a scene where Kit Connor, um in the show and the book but I really like it in the show because it like shows it like in action whereas Mm -hmm. like a book you gotta have to flip through it but it's like it shows him just like typing away and like doing all these tests like what am I like what am I supposed to be like he does he's so confused and so it's like and he was like just like crying because he didn't know what he was and like he didn't want to be like make this whole speech like I'm gay to his friends so I almost feel like it would be better just be like I like this boy instead of like here goes, I'm gay, and then just see what people think about it. But in the show, didn't he find comfort in saying, I am bisexual? It made him feel a little bit uncomfortable, and he didn't actually say it. He would just tell his friends, I'm dating. Um, Oh, okay. Well, in my book, Charlie, the main character felt comfort when he Mm. realized he was a demi-boy. Because he was like, boy just doesn't feel right. Trans boy yeah. doesn't feel like. And when he read the definition of demi boy, he's like, that feels right. I feel good. I can tell yeah, people when what he I thought, am. He like thought he was bi. He was like, I'm pretty sure I'm bi, but I, I'm not. I don't even really know. Oh. So it's kind of just like he was stressed out, but it lowered down. But he still doesn't really know. In like, the book, what, he doesn't. Yeah. Oh. He, um, just, he doesn't like make a big. Because, like, he felt pressured because someone made a post about it, and he was just like, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Like, do you change it, your pronouns, like, or do you, not pronouns, but, like, do you just make a big announcement or just keep it quiet, like. That must be a struggle. Yep. Um, But it's okay, because Kit Connor, I'll always date him. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for putting out there. I'll also, also always date Ryan Reynolds. Um, And it's important to. He's married. Kit Connor might be with somebody. No. Um, he's 18. Oh. I still have a shot. You're 12. Um, anyway, let's move on. This chapter also says that as adults, we should respect and celebrate the differences in people 
and stay on top of the evolving terms. Mm -hmm. So um, that was one of the reasons I kind of went over those terms with you because it's kind of important to know so you don't offend people, yeah. right? Um, the CDC, this is a sad fact, says that about a third of LGB youth attempt suicide and about 50% of transgender youth attempt suicide because it's so stressful. Oh my gosh. And I know. So that just shows how important it is to make our kids feel supported and to feel loved. And that's why it's important to really try not to be offensive and hurtful and ignorant. Because they don't feel like they belong. Right, right. And so, um, you know, parents should not discourage identity talk if your child wants to talk about, you know, I feel like a boy today, I feel like a girl today, I don't know what I feel like. You should talk about it, yeah. even if you don't have the answers because you don't want your child to shut down. Mm -hmm. um, the child should be free to express themselves and as you just said, it is okay to change. It's okay yeah. to one day say, I think I'm bisexual and the, a week later say, I think I just like guys and years later say, nope, I am bisexual or I actually like girls. It's humans evolve and change and it's okay. You don't need to worry about regrets or the future. Yeah. You can be gay today and straight tomorrow. It's okay. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Especially as we've talked about. Because your brain's not fully developed until you're... 23. 25! 25. <laughs> Don't try to make it younger. 25. <laughs> um, labels aren't permanent. Right? Yep. On the other hand, uh, parents shouldn't dismiss identity as a phase. So even though I Ooh. just said labels aren't permanent, if you were to come to me and say, Mom, I like girls, I shouldn't say, it's just a phase, dear. You know, I should say, oh, okay, well, how does that make you feel? Um, be supportive with sexual identity. Humans are complex, and there is not one way to be, right? Yeah. As we already talked about. And those were probably the best lessons I learned in that chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we're embracing Pride Month, right? And we're embracing our last episode. Last episode. It was a good one. It was a good one. It's well, over. I know. I think I think that about wraps it up. Um, I actually have one more thing. <laughs> what? So I make a little proposal. Okay. Um, of why I should get Snapchat. Oh, but you don't have to say yes right now. Okay. But I typed it on my notes earlier, <laughs> okay. so I'm just going to get it out. Okay. Okay. So oh, there it is. child. Okay, so people at my theater use it. And, like, they'll make, like, theater group chats or send photos to each other when they're at like, you know, shows, mm -hmm. so that's good. Um, I'm almost 13, Yes. and the appropriate age for Snapchat is 12. It literally says 12 plus, and I'm about to be almost a year, no, yeah, a year older than it, so it's fine. And I get made fun of for not having it. People are like, you don't have Snapchat? Like, what? You can, I can't add you. And then it's basically just like TikTok, but photos instead of videos, so you don't have to worry that much. Like, you know that I do good on TikTok. You know, I'm a good child. So far, you've done well. I'm a great that. child. Mm -hmm. um, I can use cute filters, like um, putting different filters on sunsets because it looks really pretty, and of myself, of course. Um, and also, I get left out of conversations about Snapchat because if people are talking about something on Snapchat or like the new update or something, or 
the photo that people sent to the group chat, I'll be like, what? And they'll be like, oh, nothing. You don't have Snapchat. You wouldn't know. And I'll be like, bruh. <laughs> and then I won't add anyone I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll only add my friends because stranger danger. Um, if you want to see what I sent someone, if like if you see me like taking a picture and I look and I'm trying to look like extra pretty or something, you'll be like, mm-hmm. who are you sending that to? And what it, what does it look like? I'll just show my phone to you. And you can be like, okay. And I'm a good, trustable child. You're a trustable child? Good, trustable child. Oh, okay. Is trustable a word? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I, and if I see anything bad, like nudes or anything, I'll block the person. Like, because, well, obviously I have good friends, so I won't have to worry about it. But if, like, something weird, unexpected happens, I'll just block them and report them. And if I need help with anything, I'll just show it to you. And if you can trust me i can prove to you that i can handle snapchat like if you just have to put trust in me and you can also download snapchat to track what i'm posting on my story okay and if you have snapchat um i would only share my location to you so like no one else can see it just you Mm because you can choose one person or like a few people okay and also lots of my friends have it so i won't be standing alone or anything and you won't look like a bad mother or anything because lots of my friends have it so they'll be like oh yeah i gave into that years ago and then i'll just be like oh yeah i just gave into it may i see that list please yes i have a few rebuttals Hmm. a i don't care about looking like a bad mama because i know i'm a good mama so exactly so you're the best that does not stress me out but mom you'll look so good on this podcast (laughs) if we can end this podcast with me getting snapchat that would be so perfect and also, it doesn't matter what dad thinks because with TikTok, we just downloaded it and we were like, Ella got TikTok. And he's that like, was oh. during quarantine. Yes, when and I was... this is during my 13th birthday. Um, I think you need a dictionary instead of Snapchat because I don't think trustable is a word. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> hey, Siri. Uh, I do trust. Is trustable a word? <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, trustable. Ella, let me finish. Okay, just. Do I it. do trust. 12 and 13 year old Ella. I'm worried more about 16 and 17 year old Ella. I'm worried about the Mom, pe- if I do one thing to break your trust, you can immediately da- like delete it. Yes, trustable, capable of being trusted. Oh also, another word like it, trustworthy. I, I've heard trustworthy. I did not know trustable well, was a word. Do your facts. Maybe get your dictionary. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I'm worried about you getting your feelings hurt. I don't care. I have TikTok. I see people hanging out without me all the time, and I'm just like, boom, boom. Boom, boom, don't care. Great, pass me. <laughs> you have another parent you have to convince, not just no, this one. No, we don't have to. Does he have to know? No. <laughs> He's at work, so he'll never know. All right, evil, diabolical <laughs> genius. Let's say goodbye. Um, and and thank a... you to my friends for helping me put this together. Uh, hey, listeners, what do you think? Should this girl get yes! Snapchat? Please, everyone comment down on Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. And... Also, comment down reasons to help convince me. All right, I think... <laughs> or convince my mom, I'm convinced. I think that wraps it up. I hope everyone has a great summer break. I hope you enjoyed season one of Chats with My Daughter. And let's say goodbye. Bye, have a great summer. Bye. Oh, I have to say where you can find us. Oh! You can find us on Oops. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. And you can find our social medias at um, Chats with My Daughter on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and maybe Snapchat. Bye! <laughs>